What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Backup Fantasy Sports. My name is Ewan, and it is Tuesday, August 1st. And on today's episode, we will be getting into some fantasy Premier League with the Defender Power Rankings episode two of four as I go through each position and kind of do some simple stats just to kind of get a ranking and narrow down this massive player pool as we are less than two weeks away from the beginning of the Fantasy Premier League season. So we are going to get right into it here with the Defenders. Yesterday, I did the goalkeepers 1 through 10, but because Defender is such an important position in Fantasy Premier League, I'm going to do a top 15. So let's get into it right here with Robertson down there at 15, a disappointing 121 points last season, his lowest in a few years for sure. And fantasy managers have taken notice. He is in less than 4% of the teams right now. Shar, on the other hand, he's kind of surprising. He's 5 million, so he's more expensive than his teammate Botman, who we're going to get to in a little bit. But didn't score a goal, had great underlying stats, just in 5% of teams right now. Ben Mee, total outlier, had a great season for Brentford after coming over uh, to remain in the Premier League for another year. Saliba was a very trendy bandwagon at the start of FPL last season. I believe he got that goal and everyone was jumping for joy, but I don't know if he is even in the top two Arsenal defenders, top three that we should be considering this year. And Virgil van Dijk right there, 127 points. The new captain for Liverpool, 8.7% of teams and a pretty good 20.6 predicted points over the first six game weeks, despite Liverpool's tough fixtures. So that's 11 through 15. Virgil van Dijk, Saliba, Ben Mee. Fabian Schaar and Andy Robertson. Next up is 6 through 10, starting at 10 here. Sven Botman, very, very popular in FPL right now. 25% of managers have the Newcastle defender in their squad. He's 4.5 million. They had a fantastic year last year. Was that as good as it's going to get for Newcastle? Possibly. I'm not entirely sold on him as my 4.5 million defender lots of other options that are not in this list but i am considering zinchenko's there ben white is there unfortunately he's 5.5 million so with gabriel zinchenko and saliva all being 5 million i don't think we can go with ben white to begin the year john stones creeping up in popularity here 24.8 percent of teams have him now he's looked mighty good in preseason he had that kind of creative semi-trent role at the end of last season for man city and he scored a goal in preseason he's been getting in those attacking areas is it possible that this could be the year that we can trust a man city defender on the fml fpl podcast they were talking about how last season before the champions league really kicked off man city did remain pretty consistent with their lineups a lot of players playing 6 of 8, 8 of 10 to begin the year. So if John Stones is going to be in that squad consistently to begin the year, 
Uh, he is going to have a fantastic chance to blow the game wide open. He's only got 18.4% or 18.4 predicted points over the first six game weeks. That's probably due to the pet roulette. And then Martinez there for Man United, 17 clean sheets, 135 points. 7.6% of teams have him right now. I'm not convinced. Honestly, I've over the last day since I talked to you about the goalkeepers, I've kind of soured on Onana just listening to some other content, kind of thinking about what I can do with that extra half million in my draft, which I will go over in a final video this week. Um, so John Stones from this group is my favorite at this point. He's not in my draft, but if I am going to get one from this 6 to 15 point range, I think it is going to be John Stones. But let's get into the top five here, trying to keep these videos short and sweet so you can consume as much FPL content as you want with less than two weeks to go. But if you do want to find out when my midfielders, my forwards, my updated first draft video comes out, just like this video, subscribe to the podcast, and you will, or the channel, YouTube channel, and uh, you will get an alert whenever that video comes up. Just past 50 subscribers, super thankful. Uh, just had my best video ever last weekend, so really uh, thankful for the support and would love to get more feedback, likes, comments. Just let me know what you do and don't like. Lots to improve on. we got a whole season of FPL to go, so definitely open to changing the format. And I should have mentioned this already but all these predicted points are from the fantasy football scout points prediction model so good job by them but let's crack this top five here at the defender position starting with luke shaw who last week if you watched my preseason risers and fallers video you will know that luke shaw was a faller for me because of onana because I'm not super convinced that we need to have a Man United defensive asset. And even going off of Onana in the last 24 hours, I'm still not back on Luke Shaw either. He does come in as the fifth highest ranked defender in this tiny little model that I put together. Uh, but yeah, those opening fixtures are quite nice. I'm just not convinced that Luke Shaw is as attacking as I want a 5.5 million defender to be we've got ben, ben chilwell there uh we got reese james if he can stay healthy uh certainly looking at other guys other than luke shaw he's in over 32 percent of teams ready to get 20.4 points over the first six game weeks he scored 124 last year missed a few starts so he missed out on some, those clean sheet points but yeah looking at this man united first six I do understand why he is so popular. It's just not going to do it for me. He's got Wolves at home, Tottenham on the road, Forest at home, Arsenal away, Brighton at home, and then Burnley on the road. So lots of three, possibly four clean, like good, three very good chances at a clean sheet in those opening six. And maybe he can scrape one against Spurs if they're dysfunctional without Harry Kane, or maybe even Brighton if they are coming back to earth, or we will see Brighton won that fixture last year. So could be something to monitor, but yeah, definitely Luke Shaw, fifth highest ranked defender in the power rankings I put together today, but I don't think he's going to be in my squad. Moving on to number four here, Purvis is stupid. He is, uh, about as locked into 
my team as anyone could be. He's in oh, over 50% of squads at this point. Predicted score 22.4 points over the first six game weeks. He scored 128 last season. And it's coming down to the fact that Brighton's first three games are so beautiful. They are chef's kiss. Good. They got Luton at home, Wolves on the road, West Ham at home. Then they have a pretty tough stretch here with Newcastle on the road, Man or Newcastle coming to the Amex and then going to Old Trafford. But then they also get Bournemouth at the Amex to round out their first six game weeks. The Supernan, as we all remember, that massive 17 point haul against Arsenal in that double game week to end the year. Those of us that had him were celebrating for joy. Massive rank boost at the end of the year. And with the way that Brighton played, with the way they've looked in the preseason, it is an all-out attack. They were top 10 in all of Europe's top five leagues for expected goals once the Zerbi came along to be the Seagulls' head coach. And a super end just bombing down the wing, has no competition for uh, his spot in the side as of right now. Brighton's European challenges don't start for the first five or six game weeks, so no rotation worries there. So Estupanen, he is one of my defenders right now, and he is the fourth best according to this power ranking. Moving on up here, Gabriel, he is also in my squad, the number three ranked defender, 146 points last year. He's in a fifth of squads at 20%. 23 predicted points over the first six game weeks, so that will do nicely. And if you thought Estupanen's first three games were good, Arsenal's are even better. Nottingham Forest coming to not Highbury anymore, the Emirates Stadium. Uh, then they go on the road to Crystal Palace. Then they play Fulham at home. They have United at home. They get to go to Goodison Park, which was tricky for them last year, but Arsenal have strengthened their side, so hopefully they can take care of business there. And then they have Spurs at home as well. So... I'm hoping for at least three clean sheets from that first six-game little run to begin the year. Gabriel is in my side right now. If Zinchenko can show that he's fit, that he's playing in the preseason, I would be more tempted to go with him, just value maybe his creativity a little bit more than Gabriel. But Gabriel was third among defenders for expected goals last season, so definitely something to keep an eye on could be dominant in the air for Arsenal this season. He actually underperformed his expected goals, uh, but still had a fantastic season. And we will see how high his ownership percentage rises towards the beginning of the season. Right now it's at 20%. I could see that cracking and 25 for sure. Moving on up even further here, we've not mentioned the two of the highest scorers in the game. Last year for defender Trent Alexander-Arnold, short hair Trent is back. Is that Does that mean he's going to be back in our fantasy Premier League lineups? Right now, he is not for me, which is incredibly nerve-wracking. Um, in the first couple of preseason games, he played the six as Liverpool are having some center defensive midfield uh, conundrums with Jordan Henderson at the door, Fabinho at the door to Saudi Arabia. So they are in the market with Lavia from Southampton. Apparently they had another bid rejected today, but I would expect that deal to get done before the season starts. But even still, it'll be tough for Lavia to just slot right into 
like Liverpool starting 11 and just know what to do in Klopp's system. Uh, on the walk-on podcast, the Liverpool fan podcast, they were talking about how there's no way that Lavia can just slot right into the six without any mentorship. It's one of the most complicated positions in Klopp's system. So we can't expect him to just come right in and just be burning the door down right off the bat. But yeah, Trent, second ranked defender in my power rankings this year, 156 points last year, which was a down year for him, but still insanely good over the last 10 game weeks when he moved to that inverted fullback role that I do expect him to play once we get the midfield sorted at Anfield. But yeah, 23 points predicted over the first six game weeks. He's got some, I kind of like Liverpool's fixtures. I know a lot of people are down on them. Chelsea, Newcastle in the first three game weeks. The Bournemouth game, people are circling a lot. But then after that, Newcastle game, they've got Villa at home, they've got Wolves on the road, and they've got West Ham at Anfield as well. So Trent, I know Liverpool's fixtures get a lot better around games, game week seven, eight, nine. So that's perfectly good time to wildcard in. Trent, eight million pounds this year. So it does take up a lot of your budget. I understand why he's in less than 20% of teams, but it's still Trent. He's still in his prime. He could be even getting better more creative in this new role with Liverpool if they can keep him there if the midfield comes together flawlessly uh we don't want to see him in the six that's not where we want to see him but for FPL he still has a probably the highest ceiling at this position among anyone in the game and he's certainly in my thoughts but you do have to rip up a lot of your squad to get him in and it's almost impossible to get him Holland and Salah all in the same squad without a very bare bones rest of your starting 11 and a bare bones bench for sure. So who is the number one ranked defender heading into this season? It's going to be Kieran Trippier. He finished number one last year, 198 points, slowed in the second half of the year, as did Newcastle in general. He's still in almost 35% of teams, which I think is probably too high because their opening fixtures are incredibly tough. Aston Villa at home. I expect Villa to score there. Man City on the road. Liverpool come to St. James's Park. Then Brighton and Brentford and Sheffield United. So Newcastle probably have an okay chance at one clean sheet in their first six. So I would not have Kieran Trippier in my game week one squad. But once the fixtures turn for Newcastle, like they always do for most teams in a fantasy Premier League season, he will certainly be in our thoughts. 6.5 million, so he's 1.5 million less than Trent. But I don't think you have to go there to begin the year with Chilwell, Stupinand, Gabriels, Inchenko, John Stones. There are a lot of options, a lot cheaper than him to go in your back five spots if you don't want to go all the way up to Trent. So Kieran Trippier is a no-go for me right now, but he's certainly in my thoughts, and I do expect him to still have a very good season for Newcastle and for Fantasy Premier League managers. So let's just sum up the top 15. Guy on the left there is Sven Botman, very popular man, but yeah, Kieran Trippier scored the most points last year. Estupinen is currently the most owned defender in the game. I think he's the third highest owned player in the game behind Erling Holland and Bukayo Saka. 
And points or predicted points for the first six game weeks do belong to Trent Alexander-Arnold with that incredibly high ceiling that I was talking about. But just for the audio guys, going 15 through 1, it's Robertson, it's Shar, it's me, 12 is Saliba, 11 is Virgil van Dijk, 10 is Van Botman, 9 is Zinchenko, 8 is Ben White, 7 John Stones, 6 is Martinez from Manchester United, 5 is Luke Shaw, 4 is Astupanan from Brighton, 3 is Gabriel from Arsenal, number 2 is Trent Alexander-Arnold, and number 1 is Kieran Trippier. So those are the top 15 defenders in the backup fantasy sports power rankings for the 2023-2024 season. Definitely something to keep an eye on. Midfielders are coming out later this week as our forwards, along with a updated game week one draft that I will talk about in depth. Definitely going to be kind of abiding by these power rankings, kind of put them together. And they make sense to me. I would... Trent is my number one defender, um, despite Trippier coming out on top with this tiny little ranking that I made here. But yeah, definitely a lot to consider. And you can even go without the top two or three most expensive defenders in the game this season, as Andy Robertson is also 6.5 million. But that is going to do it for episode two of four of the Power Rankings series, Goalkeepers was yesterday, defenders tonight, midfielders, and forwards coming later in the week. But once again, you can follow me on Twitter at UN or you out, where I post all my written content. I kind of tweet out some stuff here and there, but mostly just tweeting about what I wrote on rotaballer.com, where we have more power ranking stuff coming out. We have a forwards preview coming. And then starting next week, we have weekly rankings, the watch list, and the FPL roundtable, where we will be answering all of the burning questions ahead of game week one. But yeah, like the YouTube channel, subscribe if you would like to get those alerts whenever they come out. And once again, thanks for listening, and I will talk to you next time.